Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh area has one major community college, CCAC or the Community College of Allegheny County. It prepares students to be nurses, work in trades, or transfer to a four-year school. But for the last 12 years, enrollment has been dropping, and that's going to have a big impact on the rest of us if something doesn't change. It's Wednesday, May 10th. I'm Mallory Falk, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. Emma Fultz, you cover higher education for Public Source, and you just published a story about shrinking enrollment at CCAC. How bad is it? I would say that enrollment at CCAC is a shadow of what it used to be. Um, in fall 2010, enrollment stood at about 21,200 students. And as of this past fall, roughly 10,500 students were enrolled at the college. So in that time frame, the college has lost about half of its typical student body. Um, the pandemic certainly accelerated the enrollment declines at CCAC, as it has for community colleges across the country. Um, but as this fall showed some early signs of recovery for other community colleges in the country, the drops at CCAC have continued. So before we get into, you know, why this is happening beyond just the pandemic, I want to just establish why CCAC is important in our community. Um, our own newsletter editor, Francesca DeBecco, actually went there, and she wanted to share a little bit about her experience. I went to the Community College of Allegheny County on the north side, right out of high school, and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I saved a ton of money while getting my core classes out of the way, and I even got scholarships when I transferred to Point Park University uh, for my good grades. <laughs> I just think it's important to remember that the experience is all what you make of it. I had a great one. The teachers often came from surrounding universities, and my classes were small and engaging, and I was surrounded by people from all walks of life. That's something that I really valued. In one class, I sat next to a single mom, a war vet, a man with a hearing disability, and a friend who was adopted from Russia when she was just 13. Your college experience has so much to do with what you learn from the people around you in your classes, too. So Emma, does this line up with your understanding of why CCAC matters? Absolutely. Uh, community colleges often enroll more first-generation and low-income students than other uh, parts of the higher education sector. So they're really a gateway to making college accessible to so many students, not just in Allegheny County, but in counties across the country. Uh, and community college graduates um, often pay dividends in their communities. We know that about 85% of CCAC graduates uh, go on to live and work in the community. So often after graduation, they're pouring directly back into the county. So they provide 
they fill needed jobs and serve crucial roles in the workforce, um, but certainly provide benefits to the student themselves in making higher education more accessible to them as well. So all of that said, you know, enrollment is plummeting and you mentioned COVID is part of it, but not all of it. I mean, your reporting traces this back more than a decade. So COVID can't be entirely to blame, right? Like what is going on? Yes, exactly. And CCAC did not comment specifically on the factors that it attributes to those long-term enrollment declines, but research does point to there being several likely causes. The first being that enrollment at community colleges across the country peaked in 2010, which was right at the tipping point of the Great Recession. Hmm. Um, After that point, uh, the labor market opened up, there were more job opportunities available, and instead of pursuing higher education, residents flocked to the workforce and took those available jobs instead. Mm -hmm. Um, We're also seeing that four-year universities are often competing directly with community colleges for the same group of students. And you look at a city like Pittsburgh with so many higher education institutions, the University of Pittsburgh, Duquesne, Mm -hmm. I could go on. Um, There's a lot of competition uh, for those same residents. And four-year institutions often have greater financial resources to dedicate to recruitment and attracting those students. And I think that has contributed a lot to the shift as well. So there are students who just aren't enrolling in CCAC at all, um, but are there also students who are dropping out? Is that part of the enrollment loss? Yes, absolutely. There are certainly those external factors that I mentioned, the competition with four-year universities, um, the trends of the labor market, uh, but there are also challenges that CCAC students seem to be experiencing once they do enroll in the college. Um, About half of CCAC students drop out year over year, and about a quarter of students graduate within six years, which is three times the standard length of an associate's degree if they're full-time students. Mm. So enrolling students is one challenge, but keeping them is another. And there do seem to be barriers or obstacles that students do face once they are enrolled. And what do CCAC leaders have to say about these dropout rates? Yes, uh, President Quentin Bullock has said that the Yeah, community colleges serve more diverse adult students who've been particularly harmed by the pandemic. And that is certainly true. Um, Mm -hmm. As I mentioned earlier, um, community colleges serve students who are uh, more often first generation and low income. Students may also be working full time jobs or be parents. And all of those uh, life circumstances can certainly get in the way of pursuing a college education. And that may be more common than a student at a four year university uh, may experience. So there are certain life circumstances and factors that uh, may disproportionately impact a community college's student's ability to continue their studies than it perhaps might um, a a traditional uh, undergrad student at Pitt, for example. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will 
everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. You mentioned a bunch of factors behind this shrinking enrollment beyond the pandemic, but COVID did accelerate the decline. And in your reporting, you talked to one former student named Faith Muse, whose story kind of exemplifies this trend. Tell us about them. Faith was in the middle of their studies at CCAC when the pandemic struck, and like many students, they simply did not learn well in the online hybrid environment. We saw many students have that experience nationwide, um, and so they put their studies on hold at that time. Uh, alongside of the online learning uh, difficulties, they also wanted to enter the workforce directly uh, to become more financially independent. So they entered the workforce, worked several jobs, including one at Amazon, uh, and kind of put their college aspirations a bit on the back burner while they addressed sort of their immediate financial needs. Um, they would love to find their way back to CCAC eventually, uh, but given uh, rent and other financial uh, concerns that they had sort of top of mind, they're not sure uh, when that time will, will be for them. So what is CCAC doing, if anything, to try to lure students like Faith back, to try to just boost enrollment or at least maybe prevent the numbers from plummeting even more? Yes. So this has been on the college's radar for years from what I've been able to gather from board minutes. Uh, But just this past year, the college has been, uh, or over the past six months or so, the college has been uh, developing a five-year strategic enrollment management plan, which they're developing with insights from a professional association that they've solicited to help them with this process. And this plan right now has about four key components. Uh, the college wants to attract adult learners and separately high schoolers. And they also want to improve retention on the college campus, which is what I mentioned with the 50% of students dropping out year over year. And they also want to ensure that students are more aware of the financial aid options that are available to them and sort of tackle the affordability component. Uh, So those are sort of the four strategies that the college is hoping to undertake most immediately to tackle those enrollment declines. But as this is a five-year plan, um, they're hoping that it will be revised or they're planning to revise it based on future trends and data. Got it. So, you know, it's a five-year plan. We might not be able to see all of the results yet, but are there any indications that any of this is working so far? So far, there are some promising indicators of growth. Uh, The college has reported that this spring semester, they saw a 4% increase in new student enrollment, uh, which amounted to about 53 students, even though overall enrollment, factoring in students who are continuing their studies, continued to decline. There are also about 30 programs that have seen enrollment increase of at least 20% since last spring. Um, But it's worth noting that in some of those programs, there were very few students enrolled to begin with, so 20%. is, is a significant margin for it to have few students in the programs to begin with. But I would say that those are the promising indicators for now. Do you think it's possible that CCAC could get enrollment back up to where it was a decade ago? 
I think it's important to note that enrollment peaked at community colleges nationwide in 2010 at that point of the Great Recession. Mm -hmm. And I'm unsure if it is a reasonable goal for CCAC to set to meet that that highest point or that peak. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think there are strategies that the college is undertaking and can undertake to help attract students and bring students back to the college. And certainly if they are able to increase enrollment, um, given the uh, returns that CCAC graduates pour into the community, I think the Pittsburgh region would stand to benefit from that. What happens to the school if enrollment stays down where it is now or gets even worse? I think one of the primary concerns would be tuition revenue. Uh, Community colleges are are pretty reliant on tuition revenue, and with fewer students showing up, um, there's less tuition to to come by. So that factors into the college's overall budget picture and the services that it's able to offer. Um, I can't speak necessarily to the considerations that CCAC would or would not make with less tuition revenue, but certainly having less funding uh, would have an impact on the college. And then what are the consequences for Pittsburgh overall if CCAC doesn't recover some of its student body? Because this doesn't just affect the school, right? It affects our whole region. Yes, and it affects students as well. Um, if, if residents were to directly enter the workforce and forego a college education entirely, they may see some short-term financial returns, but in the long term, they'll be losing out on significant increases in lifetime earnings on average. So certainly individual rev- residents stand to be impacted by uh, stepping off the path to college, but the region as a whole also uh, may face some concerns with that as well. Um, you look at the healthcare industry, Mm-hmm. Uh, Pennsylvania has a nursing shortage right now and a shortage of healthcare workers. Uh, community colleges uh, have can have robust healthcare programs that directly meet those workforce needs. Um, you think of respiratory therapists who were of particular importance during the pandemic. You can you know pursue an education in respiratory therapy at CCAC. Mm-hmm. Um, there's often a direct connection between a community college education and those workforce needs. And so while we have those labor shortages currently. If there are fewer community college graduates being able to fill them, um, there's a concern that those shortages may worsen or at least continue. Emma Foltz covers higher education for Public Source. Be sure to check out her reporting on CCAC enrollment. We'll include a link in our show notes. Emma, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. A little more news before you go. Highland Park residents are asking the city to shut down the police firing range off of Washington Boulevard. KDKA reports more than a thousand people signed a petition urging Mayor Ed Ganey to close the open-air gun range. Neighbors say it's a public health issue because the gunshots traumatize people living in the area and spending time in the park. According to the Trib, Mayor Ganey says he'll budget money next year to design a new range. And another person at the Allegheny County Jail has died. James Washington was found unresponsive during intake on Sunday morning and died at the hospital the next day. Brittany Haler with the Pittsburgh Institute for Nonprofit Journalism says this is the 18th death associated with the county jail since April 2020. It comes the same week she's heading to court to try to get autopsy records for another man who died in the jail.
That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or neighbor, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. See you then. These like little pets make so much noise.